Gap and Jam, episode 282. All right, and what are we talking about today? All right, so as you guys know, last week we were, we were at South by Southwest 2023, which is our third time going, and um, I hope, hopefully third time's a charm, but we yeah. wanted to share some takeaways from our 2023 sessions. Okay. All right. So what are we starting with? Okay. So um, the first thing is something that I realized um, as we were there taking advantage of the mentoring sessions, which we'll talk more about in a minute, but is that sometimes things come to you when you're ready. And I just I mentioned to you that I don't think if we had taken advantage of the mentoring sessions and our first time we went in 2019, I don't believe I would have been prepared to understand how to nurture the relationships that we were creating. Okay. And I know for sure that we've been to other things mm -hmm. where we met people and then it's kind of, you know, fell by the wayside as far as our communication with them. Okay. You know, where we seemed like we might have had a little inroad with a few people. Mm -hmm. And I know for sure on my part, I did not continue the relationship. Okay. I did not continue to reach out. Okay. So sometimes things come to you when you're ready. And I yeah. think now that we've built the muscle of emailing our different list out regularly mm -hmm. um, that we're able to kind of take advantage of this um, okay. opportunity. That makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. That's a good yeah, one. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's the first takeaway. The second takeaway <laughs> is that the music session seemed paltry. Yeah, compared to what they had been on previous years. Right, 2019 and 2022. Yeah, I, I, 2022 may have been a little bit on the low side too, but I think I attributed more to coming out of the out of the pandemic and you know okay it was that so first year back yeah the first year back and so back in person right because they have been doing it virtually right but um this was the first year back in person and i really didn't intend attend any of the virtual sessions right no during 2020 and i, I think it was 2021 or whatever yeah. it might have been but uh 2020 i don't think they did anything but 2021 yeah was all virtual but yeah it, it's just it was not the it wasn't what it used to be. Mm -hmm. um, whether it was the sessions, but also live performances. When we went in 2019, live performances were going on throughout the conference center. Uh -huh. So they and, and at varying times. Yeah, and the... happening at various bars. Right outside uh, of the area. Right. right. So or it was just all around you. The weather, there was opportunities to, to see, see live music. music in the right in the in um, the venue itself, right, and then also outside of the venue, right, so. right outside, and then of course walking further to other places. But, yeah, but no matter what type of, and we attributed in 2019 to us being that we're people who kind of um, once it gets dark we kind of go in, yeah. and so we were saying, oh well, we didn't see everything, but actually that year we would see people. Not only on street corners, so buskering, yeah. but also in the convention center yes. in some of the session rooms right. before five o'clock. Yeah, before yeah, they're, they're, they're just yeah, throughout just, there yeah. were, um, and so so not only was there music in the main auditorium, right? There was also in these other rooms, yeah, just things that were happening. Yeah. So it's like music seemed like it was a a huge part of South by Southwest. Yeah, because in fact, the first year we would see bands taking their equipment from one room to another, to yeah. another place. The whole band yeah. would have their stage gear on and they'd be carrying their instruments. Yeah. You know, and that was like a regular thing. It's like, oh, this is the way they do it. Yeah, and it, it wasn't um, like that this year. It just, yeah. 
wasn't as they had live performances in like the main auditorium Ball, yeah. and the convention center and there were some things happening outside of that but then you know rainy street wasn't quite oh, as yes. bustling as it normally was because there was so much construction, construction. now the two places that seemed like the doorway to rainy street yeah there were two different lots and now they're both they're building high rises right so that's kind of like the entryway so you kind of have to go through all of that now yeah it's a it's a little bit of a mess but it's not pedestrian friendly or oh, yeah, and, and it didn't have installations last yeah. year they actually had things at that corner yeah that were related to south so even if you didn't go all the way to rainy street you right. could see it you could it, it kind of invited you over there yeah even sixth street wasn't as crazy yeah. as it had been i would almost say even as crazy as it was last, last year. year yeah it's like this year yeah. it was you know it was a lot more pedestrian on sixth street a lot easier to kind of get past you know i can't necessarily speak for how things were at night right so it might have mm -hmm. been the same way at night or whatever right. else and i guess you know you can comment below yeah. if you kind of was doing the <laughs> nightlife part of it yeah some people that's all they do they go and they just record yeah. all the um the wildness because yeah. sixth street is, is is like it's got its own fire but it seemed like we were really close to the film aspect of it because yeah. there was a lot of stuff happening with respect to that so yeah all right, so the next takeaway, uh, which was different than it was before, is that we were happy to connect more with fellow artists. So yeah. this yeah. is the time we went to actually... We went to the different meetups. Yeah. yeah. So we went to different meetups and just kind of running into people just from... And, and then talking to them. Just seeing them, Yeah. Right? You know, just back walking up to them and talking to them. And yeah. that's, that's different. Yeah. That, that's out of our comfort zone a little bit. But then after a while, we start seeing some of the same people so then yeah. it became it was like oh it's a natural and then even some people start walking up to us saying yeah. I've seen you at all these different places hey yeah. check out our whatever what doing, blah, blah, yeah, blah. yeah 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 yeah, so that, that kind of helped, too. It, it kind of helped that, again, that it was kind of thinned out a bit mm -hmm. because there were more opportunities to see the same people. Yeah. You know, because of that. Again, yeah, we even got interviewed by, by a reporter of Variety Magazine. So yeah. that was different. She just walked up to us and she was like, you know, I've seen you a couple places and, and started asking this question, so we'll let you know if anything comes of that. But, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. So that was, that was nice. And so we added them again. We want to nurture... Um, that you know, we want that relationship. We want to deepen that relationship and keep those people. Yeah. You know, so I'm, um, you know, already planning and already done our first like email out to say, hey, you know, it's great to meet you and all that good stuff. Because to me, that's an easy way to say, hey, what are you up to? Share with us so we can help yeah. support you and, and all that. I also was kind of, it was kind of nice to hear that there were people who are big fans of '90s. Detroit house music. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, people really were, you know, like, wow, you know, they were aware of the scene. They right. were, like, very nostalgic about it. So, it was kind of nice to hear that because, you know, we were kind of at the ground level with some of that stuff. Yeah. Well, not necessarily at ground level. Let's just say we're kind of at the intermediate level. Okay. You know, because, you know, um, a lot of stuff had kind of been built like mid-80s. Mid right. Out. And we were early 90s. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but but as far as like the house aspect of it, not necessarily just the techno part, but the house part of it, to see that there were so many people who, you know, kind of recognized this as being great. Yeah. It was like when we went to... 
were in Nashville, right? Mm -hmm. And they had what what was it? Oh, the um the African American Museum. Yeah, the music. And they had Kelly the, Hand there. Yeah, the Kelly, Kelly Hand, Hand that, right? That, that you know they actually had a whole had, display for her for her yeah. at that place. So it was it's always kind of good to see that. I think Stacy Hotwax too. Yeah, Stacy Hotwax and, and, and so. you are. Yeah, underground, yeah, resistance. underground resistance, all the rest of those. Yeah. So to see that there's this acknowledgement of what these people did, yeah, and as being like the ultimate DIY yes. rock stars. I mean, these are people who came to our studio, yeah, and you know, I was always lamenting the fact that we didn't have enough equipment and all the rest of this kind of stuff, and they were like. Phew. Like you, you got rid of stuff. This, this is right. great. They start sending people to our studio right. <laughs> to do stuff. Yeah. And like it's shoot. I think it was uh, Agent X or something. Yeah, sent them over there to do some stuff. Like they do it over there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so yeah, it was really kind of good to see that. So. And then finally, something that I kind of touched on before, but we up-leveled our networking with the quote-unquote professionals, which was part of our goal this time. So originally we had set up uh, 14 mentoring sessions. I think we ended up uh, going to 11. There was a couple of weird ones with some of the others, or they overlapped or whatever. Um, so 11 um, professionals. We picked their brains. We, you know, I guess more perfected our elevator pitch. And then again, uh, planning to connect back up with them, but learning that some of the things that we were doing were great and that they were excited about like the house music yeah. and then other things that we need to do, which are things like set up our disco profile, yeah. which is this, it's, it's a um, platform that music supervisors use and we'd heard about it, but to understand how important it is and how there kind of is already a community of professionals pulling, you know, so pulling, like they go on there to see are there house music songs with the female vocal? And if they're going to search in there, and if you're in there, yeah, then that makes you that much um, higher up on the chain to be uh, discovered, quote unquote. So, right. yeah. so yeah, so just to feel like we were a lot closer than what we were before, before the the whole trip, which was the goal. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yep. So what about you guys? What business-related travel adventure have you been up to? We'd love to hear about it. Maybe we'll discover some new conferences or things to go to. Drop it in the comments below. And until the next week or so. Yeah, always uh, Sugar Fit, stream it everywhere where you might stream music. Yes. You know, so and be on the lookout for the new, new release when it gets ready to drop. Yes, uh, the new release is Obtainium Flow. And again, all your favorite platforms just uh follow bourgeoisie paper jam is the name of yeah. the band and right? we will let you know exactly when it, it when it does drop yes all, all right all right if you dig the vibe and you want to be a part of the tribe be sure to subscribe we wish you love peace and chicken grease, chicken grease.